Hi, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Likes. I'm Shy. And I'm Winter. And I've been saying we should do an intro for the longest. We can't play that. 15 seconds. Who's bad? This is what we're going to do for the intro. <laughs> we can't. We're going to get copyrighted. No, we're not. That's going to be no. our intro for me. <laughs> not who's bad. I thought it was going to be something of the damn actual something including <laughs> our freaking title i'm thinking she did something so crazy this is damn who's bad intro but anyways y'all hello welcome back to another episode of behind the likes this is our first time back in the studio in like two weeks has it been two it, yeah, three it was right weeks before turks yeah we've been we had like filmed all our episodes in a bunch so this is our first day back Kind of for a while. On real time now. On real time. Because, you know, time. we've been, like, catching up. And last week, please let us know what you think about it. Because we were like, oh, my God, like, our topics are, like, not caught on to what's going on this second. Because it was last week's stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, the topics just go by so quick in the blogs. Like, y'all yeah. care about something so much one week. And then the next week, it's like. It's completely gone. I don't care about this. I, I honestly don't care what y'all think. I think it was a really good episode. <laughs> like, I really do. I love the whole episode. No, the episode thought, was yeah, the good. It was great. I love the episode. Yeah. And I do understand something. Because I'm like. I like when we film ahead of time. It is a little, sometimes we can't keep up, but it's like, mm -hmm. it helps us and our schedule out so oh, yeah. much. So yeah. it's like, y'all can type away. Yeah, say whatever you say. But no, I, um, we're going to get into our... Our personal we life? We feel like we've been here forever. What, is it like different or something right now? What do you mean? Like, it's just like, it's new? Is it is it nervous again? Because we haven't been here No, yet? I don't feel nervous. Do you feel nervous? <sighs> no. You're lying. No, I don't. A little <laughs> bit. Maybe. I don't feel nervous at all, honestly. I feel chilled and relaxed. Me too, actually. What's been going on with you, Shy? I just came from Turks. Yeah, she went to Turks. <sighs> I've had a blast. It was uh, one else? of my best friend's birthday. Shout out to Clark, Libra Gang. Uh, we went to Turks. She's working out there right now. So she lives in Turks with her and one of her other best friends. And y'all do not be fooled by Drake songs because there really isn't much to do in Turks at all. Like... We were mm -hmm. trying to find a strip club. Strip clubs is illegal out there. It's a place for vacation, relaxation, mm -hmm. stuff like that. They probably got, like, two spots where you can party. And then we went to, like, Noah's Ark, like, which is a little bar yeah. in the middle of the ocean, which was fun. We went jet we, we figured it out. Mm -hmm. Like, wherever you go, it's a party if you have the right crowd. But Drake must bring the crowd because Her legs are so tan. Look how tan her legs are. They look great. I know. And somebody tried to shank me at the goddamn club because I don't know what that Wait, is right what? there. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't oh. know what happened. You know, like, I didn't find that out. It. But um, is that all you had going on for the week? Any breaking into anybody's house or anything? No? No, I oh, didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's her week. I'm getting ready to do a, um, a Halloween party. I'm doing a Halloween party with my boo for the first time. Obviously, the first time because we haven't even been dating for a year. But mm. we're doing a Halloween party where he lives. Once again, will not say. And a few of my friends are going to come out. And I've been making my costume. You live in Kentucky, y'all. He doesn't live in Kentucky. But um, I... By now, you guys are going to see what I was because this is going to film the day after the party. Mm -hmm. So as you guys see, I was a roach and I just made my roach antennas at home right now. And I'm about to go find the like outfit for like the actual like bodysuit and stuff. But y'all, it took me so long. Go watch my TikTok because I'm going to have a, a little like video of how I made the damn antennas. It was crazy. But I'm a she DIY, DIY girl. Girly. Yeah, I'm a DIY girl for real. I made it happen with some tape and some damn 
She sent me a picture of her glasses. I was like, these are hideous. These are not for real life, right? I was like, is this your Halloween? Right. I'm like, girl, no, these are not my damn real life. This is but a- you never know. Look, them, them yeah. look like something Kim Kardashian would kind of wear a little bit. Right. Like, well, what Kanye would have had her wearing. Exactly. She, Kimmy would never wear that now. She's totally over her fashion phase. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> but um, there are a lot of current events going on. I've been seeing online. Uh, Have you been seeing anything interesting that has I piqued feel like your I interest? I can't hear right now. You can't hear? Yeah, like something's off. In your ears? Like, you know how your ears pop, pop your ears. Ah! Oh, what? my God. That hurt? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That is crazy. Does it feel better? Yeah, it feels a little better. That's it's like weird. a little pinch. Were you that in the hills crazy. or something and didn't tell me? The it's always sky high when you're six feet tall. <laughs> Just kidding. You scare me, actually. So, Oh, I went to a damn, um, I went to a freaking ColourPop event, like the makeup brand or whatever. Mm -hmm. I went to that uh, I went to that yesterday. And oh, yeah, Sina, how was that? Did you go with Millie? Yeah, I went with Millie. Shout out to Millie. Y'all, do you guys want to see Millie on an episode? Because Millie said she's ready to come on an episode. So I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, we ready for you to come on too. So I love Millie. Come on down. Come. come on over. Yeah, Millie's funny. I'm just nervous because I'm like, I don't want her to be nervous on camera. She might be quiet how yeah. it was for the first few episodes. I don't know if she will, but she said she won't. But I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. it's a little different when you get in front of the camera, exactly. you know? Like, I, I, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> Wait, yeah. so what happened to the ColourPop event? So, I mean, I went, and it was just, like, a lot of people there. And then I just started getting overwhelmed because so many people were coming up to me and talking to me, which I love. Like, I love meeting people, but, like, just sometimes I'm just in, like, a already anxious mood. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, like, trying to seem as normal as possible. And I'm like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice to meet you too. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. oh my God, like I don't want to give this person like a bad experience mm -hmm. first meeting me or anything or like have them go back and tell people she was weird when I met her. Because you know, honestly, first impressions are lasting with people. Yeah. It's just like you have to feel like when you feel like you have to be on point for every mm -hmm. single thing, it's just like that is probably another reason why you get an anxiety because it's like, all right, I want the interaction also, to be great. Yeah, you know I'm a I'm an introverted extrovert. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you guys know what that is, but I really don't like to, I talk about it all the time. I don't really like talking to people. Like, I'll mm -hmm. say hi to fans and give them a hug and thank you so much. But like, I don't really like talking to people I don't know. Mm -hmm. and and if I have to sit there and hold a conversation, it gives me more anxiety. That's why I love Shy because she is the opposite. So if we go anywhere together, I just know that I can fall back on her to be the extroverted personality mm -hmm. to my introverted personality. And you it's know? so funny because I was just talking about this today. Because really? honestly, I have been a little, I'm kind of just worn out right now. We've been doing a lot. Mm -hmm. We've been working. Like we've been having meetings. We've been like doing merch. We're, like we've been doing just like a lot. Yeah. And we, when I am in public settings, I do thrive. Like I mm -hmm. really do. Like I love meeting people. I love. So I want to know where you're from. What you're doing. How you yeah. day been. You know what I'm saying? Like I enjoy personal interactions like that. Mm -hmm. And I know you can be there for a while, but you like after like two, three, two, three sentences, you be like, all right, let's uh, wrap this up. And I'm like. <laughs> So tell me why your mom let you go when you were uh, <laughs> All right, she want to get it to the nitty gritty. I want to get down to the nitty gritty of it. So yeah. I do enjoy those interactions, but I do feel like with my personality, how extroverted that I am sometimes when I'm around people that are like closest to me sometimes when mm -hmm. I'm not at 100%. When I'm at like 60%, mm -hmm. I have to explain that I'm fine, I'm good, I'm mm -hmm. just a little at 60%. And right. like, I can't stand sometimes when it's just like people with our type of personality, with my type of personality is just like, I'm always expected to be on 100, to yeah. be on 10 every single time. And I'm like, I got days just like y'all where I can't be this social butterfly mm -hmm. and thrive in every setting. And it's just like, I'm like, can we normalize big personalities being on 60 sometimes? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I can even tell when she has a lot of stuff going on because it's just like so 
obvious because of how extra her personality mm -hmm. is. If anything is off in her life or anything or she's busy or anything, I'm like, what's going on with you? I know you're over here thinking about this or you're just, you know, in your own little mode. So it's just very different to see. But also, yeah, it is stressful. Like even like people meet me and they think that I'm going to just be a hilarious clown all the time. And it's like, I am a hilarious clown, mm -hmm. but I mean, sometimes I'm just not, sometimes yeah. I'm just not in that mode. And mm -hmm. then, you know, they think I'm not who I am on the internet. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, no, it's just like, look, we all got our days. We all got know? our days. Yeah, Can but we just, I, I, and you know, it's funny when I told you about that, remember at work, a lot more people are noticing me a little bit more. Yeah. And we're not saying that we don't love it all, but it's just like, yeah. it's sometimes when you think about it, it's just like, am I doing things right for this? Like, am I like, am I giving them what they're expecting right now? Right. And at work, I'm not going to lie to y'all sometimes, when you've been bartending for a long time, like I have, hopefully it's my last year, y'all. She's mean. I'm hella mean. Like, people mm -hmm. come up to the bar and they don't know what they're going to order. They don't, they're not ready to like, I would like uh, vodka soda. I would like tequila pineapple. They'd be like, um, <laughs> what do you like to drink? Hurry up. What are you getting? A what shot. are you ordering? What do you, want? what do you want? I'm like, I like to drink tequila. Yeah. Hurry up. So I'm like that. And so people be like, shot. I'd be like, oh, hey, how are ya? Yeah. Love you, girl. When I was just about to curse you out of <laughs> my head, like this bitch don't know what the hell she want and it's getting yeah. on my nerves. Yeah. But I do, I mean, it is different. I'm like, I'm wondering how Beyonce be feeling every single time when she does stuff like that. I'm crying. Beyonce don't even be around Beyonce people. Beyonce don't even be in public. She don't want to be around nobody. I uh, wouldn't either if I was Beyonce. They're gonna be like, y'all comparing yourself to Beyonce. We not at like, all. We just yeah. We don't get there. No. <laughs> no, but it is a lot. But I, I was saying that literally today. It was just like I, I have been feeling a little like, I don't know. She just got a lot on her shoulders right now. I got a lot on my shoulders. I've been feeling great personally. I know, right? You know? Good job. <laughs> I've been feeling I think great. I'm just exhausted from literally like traveling too. Like, mm -hmm. And it is like that. And I went out with my friends the other night and they were just like, what's wrong? Why are you not? I'm like, I can't be this top-notch dome dime diva bad bitch all day. You know what I'm <laughs> dome saying? Dome like, dime? Wait, dome dime diva? What is that? What is dome dime diva? The DDD? I, I, I just want to just like be 60 sometimes. And that's why people like isolate to, so they can recharge their batteries. Yeah. And it's just like you got to give people that space to go back to who they are so they can come back to you 100% because sometimes people don't understand 60 ain't always something wrong. It's just like, I just need to recharge real quick. You shouldn't you know? even been outside if you ask me. I know, right? It was right down the street. Oh. You made me go out too. Barely. We just wanted to go grab a little food. Mm -hmm. Shout out Otis, one of my mom's best friends, Uncle Otis. Uncle Otis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crying. But um, speaking of DDD, Dom Dom Diva, <laughs> let's speak about DDG. That transition was golden. <laughs> Smooth transition. Smooth. So obviously him and Hallie Bailey is having a baby. Yay. Congratulations to them. I really Congratulations don't, to I really them. don't get all the hate that he's getting. I really feel kind of bad for him because it's like he don't really do nothing. Like I don't I don't get the DDG hate. And actually yeah, I, I know him personally and he's cool. He's a cool dude. Like he's not a weirdo. He don't be moving strange. Mm -hmm. Like you feel me? Like he's just a cool type of dude. And I'm just like, ugh. And let's not act like moonwalking in Calabasas wasn't a bob. Like I literally <laughs> still <laughs> Is listen that to the song. That's I don't, I don't know. Bro, I'm telling you, it's a hit. And mm -hmm. it's just like, if that girl, if she's being loved properly and she right. don't have no complaints, why is everybody else complaining? Right. What I will say, though, mm. is women getting pregnant, like young women, successful oh, women, at the peak of their getting career. pregnant in their prime, the peak of their career. Yeah. And it's just like, 
That is a little like God. I mean, sometimes it's like goddamn, but then also it's like it's 2023. I mean, come on out. Having a baby shouldn't alter your life to the point where it's like you can't still do your thing. Yeah. And it's like back in the day, it was like, oh, once you have a baby, your life is over. And like, it really shouldn't be like that. It should be okay. I have a baby and I'm keeping it pushing. Yeah. Like, what about it? Like, even when Kiki Palmer had her baby, she yeah. low key had shot back up you know mm -hmm. like she body body was a t doing her little thing mm -hmm. like you know and it's just like yeah women should be able to have kids and still be looked at as talented and sexy and business oriented mm -hmm. and all of these things like i don't just need to be a titty on a body to feed my baby like you yeah. know what i mean like and especially if you got the coin to help to get help you know what right I'm saying? which How they both do exactly and you know what i'm saying it's like it shouldn't be any problem to it right but i do feel like sometimes it is like did you see, I seen this one thing that went viral and this girl was like, uh, she said, a lot of men get you pregnant because they want to stop where you at right now. Mm -hmm. And then I was wondering about her Disney check. It's just like, because you know Disney is hella strict. They don't mm -hmm. play none of that. Really? So I'm like, is it, it's a Little Mermaid with Disney, right? I think so, yeah. Who knows? Probably. So well, things. I know the original Little Mermaid was with Disney. Yeah, yeah, so, so it's probably the same thing. Yeah. So it is like sometimes that is how people could probably look at it too. But I feel like Haley, Haley don't complain. Mm -hmm. So why is everybody else making a big deal about it? Yeah. Or like that girl who played tennis and she got pregnant oh, by... Oh, yeah. Um, what's her name? Naomi Akasawa? Yeah. Is that her last name? Something, and she got pregnant by like Cordae, I think. Cordae? Right? Cordae. Yeah. Look, mm -hmm. we don't be knowing. This so, this so, we don't know about all I know, they got, but they were together for years. Like, yeah. hello, couple Like, what else <laughs> do you want to say? Like, hello. Like, I don't know what else to say. What do you think? How do you think it a baby happens. is made? Come it on. happens. It really does. But it is, people are also like, well, why, if you're going to have a baby, why not be married? I mean, here's my thing. Everybody be so damn worried about Hallie and DDG and Naomi and Corday and all these people. Let's just take a second and really think. Y'all worried about these people who have money, who have resources, who have family around them to be a village to help them with this child. And you got your cousin down the street with three baby daddies and they don't even know how, but they're about to take care of them little motherfuckers. So it really seems like your priorities are fucked. You worried about them having a baby when they can handle it. Can you handle it? How's things with your baby daddy? Like, I just don't understand because people have so much to Oh, what is she doing? What are you doing? What were you thinking when you laid down with that man who ain't got shit to offer? So, <laughs> really, let's just think about it because y'all be worried about the wrong shit. Look, and let me say one thing. Before you come around my door, sweep yours first. Wait, what? What does that mean? Something country, y'all. Here's our country. Sweep around your old front porch before you come around mine. Right. Be throwing stones in the glass. Glass house, house yeah. Uh, what is it? Calling the kettle black. And it's honestly whatever way the crib rocks. <laughs> <laughs> she be saying any country saying, y'all. It's so annoying. But speaking of, you're like, well, why don't they just get married? Let's talk about marriages. Will Smith. Oh, girl, pick Smith. I'm <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with transitions. Yeah, I'd be just as shocked as her. I'd be just as shocked as y'all when you're watching this. I'd be like, what's going on? What's she going to say I'm next? trying to think of my transitions because that's been a big conversation too. Will Smith yeah. and Jada Pinkett Smith. Everybody hate Jada right now. I don't see anything wrong I, with it. She getting on my nerves at this point. And look, really? I will always say this. I support women's wrong and women's rights. So I feel like being the woman that I am, 
Will ha must have had done something behind closed doors for Jada to just be singing like a goddamn canary because she just don't stop at this point. We knowing shit that we don't even want to know, ask questions. She is just, she literally come around this corner right now and be like, them ain't my kids. Them no, ain't Will's kids. I didn't not. have them. They was a surrogate. You never know what she about to say next. But I don't think she really does anything wrong. I think that they have a really tight family dynamic, but I think that their family dynamic realistically is not traditional. And I feel like I've known for years just being in Hollywood and being in the industry, like, I've known for years that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith do not have a traditional marriage. Yeah. I mean, I used to hear all the time, oh, they're swingers. Oh, they yeah. do this and they yeah, do that. Yeah, that's a known like, and th Hollywood that thing. That would be a known thing in Hollywood. And it's like, okay, clearly they're not like no traditional, like monogamous relationship. So all this shit coming out in the blogs and stuff, I'd be like, I'm not shocked. I don't know why y'all are shocked. Like, what about that whole family screams to you just a traditional sit down, white collar, white picket fence family? Like, they're like very earthy and move with love and intention mm. and like that type of shit. So I don't think it's really weird. I to really me, don't. It, to, to me, why I could see it being confusing in the media is because a lot of people don't live where we live or hear the little secret yeah. Hollywood whispers that we do. Mm -hmm. But also it's just like Will basically has gone to bat for this woman. This relationship has literally like thrived, mm -hmm. given her a silver platter to like on a, put her on a high pedestal. So it's just like whatever they do behind closed doors. But I don't think she's saying anything wrong. Mm, whatever they do behind closed doors is different. Because mm -hmm. that's what they, because Will has portrayed it to be like, whatever they do, this mm -hmm. is what we're going to have on the front street. Mm -hmm. Whatever we do behind closed doors between us, Jada is the one that brings it to the front street and be like, we didn't even want to know these things. But I'm pretty sure that her and him are in conversation about things that she's going to talk about openly. Yeah, I don't it's know about like that. It's not like she's going to go and behind his back and speak about something he's not comfortable Have with you seen those memes period. where he's been like this? Huh? No. Yeah, because there are certain ones that I feel like they didn't agree with because he was staring like this while he like this. Bitch really about to say this right now. Huh? Honestly, I'm pretty sure he's in the know about everything they talk about. And honestly, if she's telling the truth, then I don't think there's anything wrong with her telling the truth. If it offends you and how you think their marriage is, okay. You you can be upset because maybe you had this picture in your mind of what you thought Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith mm -hmm. was as a couple. But if that is just not it, you cannot be mad at the truth. Just because you put these people on a pedestal with their mm -hmm. marriage, you can't be mad when that's really not the truth. And we're just telling y'all what it is. So she's that's telling why I but, and that's why I don't care because if that's mm -hmm. their truth and that's their marriage, I don't give up. I don't care. Yeah, it is what it is. Like, Personally, you know? I don't care about their marriage, or their relationship, or anything either. It is entertaining to see, but I kind of do understand where people are coming from when she's talking consistently. Like, remember when uh, what's the what's the lady name who married to Gabrielle Union? We was like, when we both said we were like, nobody asked you all that, baby girl. What are you doing oh, what? right now? Splitting the bills, Splitting, like doing all that. It's kind of the no, but same somebody situation. did ask her that. No, she no no. They're they asking. They questions. asked something else, and then she went and said that. We were like, that wasn't even a part of the conversation that they asked. She said, she was like, she said that herself. But if she wants to say that, then let her say that. I mean, we say shit all the time. No, yeah, but I ask. just don't think, I think literally me personally. If are your ears still hurting? Yeah, they are. Oh. Um, and I don't know why right now. It just feels weird. That's weird. <clears throat> but to me personally, I just feel like, I don't know. I kind of like Willard. I kind of have a little soft spot for him. Willard? Like, Willard. I have a little, not like Willard, but I'm like, this man, like, he is really low-key kind of no. And, of course, she did not tell him to do this. Mm -hmm. But he damn near kind of tarnished his career. He is looked at in such a negative light for slapping Chris Rock. And then she got the nerve to go on a multiple, multiple platforms and be like, I didn't tell him to do that. And as a union, as a relationship, as even if they not even married, mm -hmm. they still not technically divorced. I would not want my woman as a man. I would not want my man to go against me in public. I just feel like that's disrespectful. Uh, actually, you know what's crazy? I know that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, but I don't 
don't think he tarnished his career. I think that is just what something he that is, he did. It's something that he did, but it's something that will carry with him versus people will always bring up that conversation, bring up what he did versus like w along with his accomplishments. Mm. You know, he won an award for that. He won an award that night. What do they always talk about? Chris, Chris, I was about to say Chris Brown slap. <laughs> but Chris, like him slapping, like it's going to follow him forever. And I just feel like it's disrespectful in a covenant of your relationship to not have his back and to be able to go on multiple platforms saying shit we really didn't even ask for. Mm, to yeah. me, that's just my take on it. So Yeah, I hear you on that. Well, that's one perspective of a relationship. But another perspective of a relationship that came out today. <laughs> Quit laughing okay, at my sorry, traditions because they're really good. But another mm. topic of a relationship and a marriage and those type of unions is today Monique came out and said, Monique said she called her husband daddy because he raised her. Okay, I didn't listen to it because I wanted a natural listen to reaction. It now. I wanted to Put see it because you sent it to me. And a lot of black women would say, why do you call him daddy? Because he's raising me. He's raising me. My father probably stopped giving me what I needed when I was around 13 years old. So now you got a woman that's 13, and now I'm 35. And now I got a bunch of money. What we consider to be a bunch oh, of money. No. Let me just speak real clear about that, okay? Now I got this money. Now I'm taking care of everybody. All right, cut it off. Who gonna check me, boo? Wait, hold on. I need to listen to this. You uh, watch this whole thing? I didn't really didn't watch it. Come on, Monique. Girl, you don't okay. have to read the whole, I mean, listen to the whole thing. You get the damn picture. I get the gist of it. Yeah, that's very odd. Okay, see, I, I at first I was like, okay, whatever you want to say, baby girl. But then when she's like, my dad stopped raising me at 13, it sounds, oh, I hate to say this. No, don't hate it. Say sounds it. like daddy issues. No, why would you hate it? That's what it that is. is. That sounds like, it's like you can't expect someone to come into like you have to locate. why are you looking at your husband as a father figure yeah you have to suck that man's penis and have sex with him so you're looking at this father figure that you are sleeping with <laughs> nobody thinks that's a little odd it's very odd i'm sorry i understand if you if you feel like you've learned a lot from your mm -hmm. husband and you look to him like my husband has taught me so much and been such a great mm -hmm. leader for me in our marriage but to call yeah. your husband daddy because he has raised you. And the explanation behind it kind of, I was like, okay, you want to call him daddy? Because, you know. Call your husband daddy, I guess, if that's what you're into. But the expert, like, it just yeah, sounds it like daddy little... issues that you as a real, 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 real grown-ass woman need Should have went to therapy for. Heal from. Like, yeah. 100%. And probably she has. Who knows? But had they been, they've been together since she was 35. She's about 50-something now. I don't know. So it's obviously working for her. So whatever works for her is fine. But to me, that just seems like something she probably should have resolved before being in a relationship. I feel like that's the way to make relationships thrive for me personally. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. and I was, remember I was telling you about this. I was like, I don't really call men yeah. daddy because I really have a daddy and it just was, I call my daddy daddy. It would be right. so awkward for me to be like, oh, daddy in mm -hmm. the bedroom or just mm -hmm. in general. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe when I have kids and I try to teach my kid to call their father daddy, right. it might be different. Like that's what my mom calls my dad daddy. But she also ain't never had a daddy. So you know what I'm saying? So it's just like. <laughs> I would call like my man daddy in like maybe a sexual environment. Yeah. Like I on could some never. freaky shit. But I've never called nobody like, hi daddy. Like, no, I've never done that. Yeah. So, but I'm not going to just walk around calling my man daddy. like Because he raised you since 35. Yeah, no, that's just a little odd. And honestly, me. at 35, it was a little late to be. And I do understand 
Like when Beyonce said she had that, and this was this went viral a little while ago. Beyonce speech went viral. Yeah, what she, she made say? a speech for her birthday, and she kind of dedicated the speech to Jay Z, and was just like, you know, you you've been with me since I was such and such, and you have turned me into a woman. You have helped me grow as a woman, and this and people were like, grow as a woman. What he, was the word that she used though? I forgot. I have to look it up. I don't have it right now, but she literally was like, you've helped. She's she was like. I've grown as a woman with you. You yeah. have taught me. You, yeah, you've taught me how to be a woman. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and I, I thought nothing was wrong. People were like, "I don't you think teach there's anything wrong." wrong. Like, I don't, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I don't think there's wrong with you've taught me how to be a woman because that's true. Like your husband can teach you how yeah. to be a woman, like versus a little ass girl. But yeah. like to say, I call my husband daddy because he has raised me. And I never had that with my father. That just feels way yeah. different to me. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just very and we nice. also don't know Monique's child. What if what if she had a childhood just like precious? You know, I had a random dream one time that my mom made me eat her out. Ah! <laughs> After I watched that movie Precious, I couldn't look at my mom for a week. I was like, "You disgust me." Okay, and <laughs> even dreams sometimes should be kept to ourselves. Shy. Honestly, because that is sick. That is actually. I was, trying, I was like, oh my god! I would have taken that. I would have taken that dream to the damn grave. You would have never heard that from me. I know. I told my mom about it. She was like, that is the sickest thing I've ever heard in my life. You told her that? Yeah, because I was I disgusted. Tell with her. her that. Ew! I would have. I, I would have never been able to read that. You're we all a, seen precious. You're such a soldier. You just can repeat the the nastiest things and just not feel a thing, huh? You're just a, <laughs> you're just a nasty little rodent, huh? No, there's been a lot of marriage drama going on, and I mean that's that's one, and Beyonce was one, and also do you, what? So you so you don't you you agree with what Beyonce said? You don't think that was bad either? I don't think what Beyonce said was really bad, but I think what Monique said was a little yeah. bit side eye. Cause actually, I, a lot of it side eye. Yeah, it was a little interesting to me too. That was literally I was like, mm. Monique be saying all kinds of shit. Remember when she banned us from wearing bonnets? Every time I go into an airport with a bonnet, I got to check over my shoulder to see if Monique is there. Take that goddamn bonnet right. off. So, I don't know. Monique is a questionable <laughs> character. Love her work, though. Love you, Precious. I mean, not Precious. What about uh, DJ Mustard? Oh, yeah, DJ Mustard. And his wife. So, DJ Mustard got a divorce from his wife Chanel, that they were they were together for eleven years apparently. I Weren't they like in like were they married for eleven years? Didn't they just get married? I think so. Mm -hmm. Remember, we just mm -hmm. talked about that. We just talked about how when people be together for hella long, and then they get married, and then they break up soon after the marriage. I think I know they were together for eleven years, but I don't think they were married for eleven mm -hmm. years because I feel like I remember seeing their wedding. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was recent. Me too. Yeah, but um, but the the controversy T is. They were together for 11 years. Apparently, they had a family home that they built together mm -hmm. specifically for their family. And after they broke up, this is a, now a year later, he moved his new girlfriend into the house. And I was like, and I guess he's up in that house playing kids with his kids and shit. And now he's trying to get full custody. That's what Oh, I and too. trying to mm -hmm. get custody. That is a double whammy slap in the face. I would be... I would feel You know what I would do? Like, I would burn that house I, to the I fucking I was just to say, I would take them kids <laughs> for the weekend. Mm -hmm. I would make sure they both in it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You going to jail. That's what you going to you jail. You going to prison. I would burn that goddamn house down without them in it, of course. i make sure they're going on a date night. Yeah. Right. But no, I would burn that house to the ground. You're not about yeah. to start over. And first of all, as a woman, I don't want to go into no situation where I know you've built with somebody else. I don't be knowing what be going I on. I mean, it's okay head. that you're going to move on a year later. Yeah. All right. Mm, no, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. With kids and everything, you need at least a good two. 
Really? You need a year to heal, and then I don't know what I want to know about your other girlfriend until another year later. Yeah, no, one year is not enough. Mm. Girl, what? I mean, I don't know. I mean, they've been together for hella long. I'm sure they exactly. both wanted to well, do their yeah. own thing, and I'm sure they say it. He was probably cheating. Like, hello. Like, just yeah. saying. Because if, if she moved in after a year, they probably been fucking with each other. Let's just for real. Be for real. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's real messed up. It's real sad. But, you know, just goes to show, once again, the lesson we learn every single day, don't trust these men. Yeah, no, I, that would be a problem to me. It yeah. would. I would. I don't know what I. And then it just seems like I hate this. How men try to turn the page and be like, "I've been good all these years, and now you want to say that I'm crazy now after mm -hmm. a year of me trying to figure out my shit and do everything I'm supposed to be doing." Yeah. Because you see the narrative, and they're like, the narrative that they turn into her. I feel bad. I really do. I feel bad just, for her. Nobody, no woman deserves to go through that, especially when there's kids involved. And it's like, if you've been with that man for so long, it's like you have to relearn so much. Exactly. Like, she probably don't even know how to date, y'all. Exactly. Like, and it's nothing out here to even be Helen. trying to date. Helen. Helen. Helen's not here. Oh. <laughs> if y'all don't know, that's from a movie. So they might not know what that's from. Helen. She said Christina. Oh, yeah. Her name was Helen. Christina. She goes, Christina's not here. Christina's not here. I'm crying. But yeah, that's what's been going on in the daily. And, you know, I feel like it's not that much going on lately. Yeah, it, I mean, it has been. I mean, we feel like that when we be filming, for, yeah. when we film three episodes, we're like, so much we got to talk about. And now yeah. that we're here, it's just like, well, it was a little bit of something, a little bit of this and that. Yeah, but I mean, I'm excited to do my Halloween party with my boo. But you know what? Also, I've been kind of going through this thing, which is hella weird. And I don't know what it is. It's like, I feel like I'm in like a transitioning point in my healing process, I guess. Because like, even when we had went back to the Bay, like, when I have to talk to people that I grew up with, it's like, I don't know. It's just a little bit weird. But yeah, I heard you telling Mr. Otis this. Yeah, and like, I've been talking a lot about my younger self lately, and it's just crazy because like, you know, my family members know, and like people that grew up around me kind of know. Like, but I was really, really bad as a kid, like mm -hmm. fucking horrendous. Like, yeah, actually. he was on it. He was talking yeah. about you, like he was horrible. Yeah, horrible. You were horrible. We felt all so bad for your mom and like mm -hmm. all that. And like, I have found myself kind of having to stick up for my younger self. And it's just weird because it's like, yeah, I was bad as I will say that. And I give that to everybody. I was a terrible child. I was horrendous. Nobody wanted to watch me, blah, 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 whatever. But also, like, I had to take a step into myself and be like, okay, I was a horrible child, whatever. But why was I a horrible child? I wasn't born a horrible child. Mm -hmm. Like, I was born, I was a horrible child because... I was not getting the love that I needed. I was not getting the attention that I needed. Like, my mom didn't know how to raise me. Like, you know, I had been going through things, having my father be deported and away in prison and being raised by a single mom who was always gone, always working, not really, mm -hmm. you know, teaching me how to be a woman or anything like that. So that's just been interesting is me having to, like, speak up for my younger self and be like, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I was horrible, but yeah, it is not on me. I mean, it is good you speak up for yourself, but after a certain while, after a certain point, I feel like actions prove more than anything else. It's like, yeah. because it's obvious to see the growth in you, even mm -hmm. though I didn't know you as a child, but I can tell even a difference from probably like two, three yeah, years ago. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's just like the trajectory that you're on right now doesn't even have to be explained. You oh, know what yeah, I'm saying? No. But to me, I do understand what it's like when you go back to that hometown, when you see mm -hmm. these people from your past and be like, all right, I've elevated, and you right. still right here. So it's That's just, also very yeah. stressful, like what I talked about at when we were talking at dinner. It was just like, 
I feel myself kind of keeping a distance from like family mm -hmm. members and going back home a lot because when I go back, it's like they see me as this one person. As teenage Kayla. Yeah, yeah, who I'm not anymore. And it's like stressful. It's like you don't know who I am now. And like I am this grown ass woman. I'm healed. Like I'm happy as mm -hmm. Like I'm doing all of these great things in my life. And when I go back home, I'm like, I feel like I'm looked at like I'm still like a dirt ball. You yeah. know, like mm -hmm. in a way. And it's like, I don't want to mm -hmm. be here, like in this space. And it's like, I think that I need to heal from that and like explain to people like, no, this is just not who I am, what I'm on, how mm -hmm. I move, what would I think like, whatever. So that I can open up that door and feel more comfortable having relationships with like maybe family members or mm -hmm. like people who knew me as a kid because... Yeah. You know what I say to that is, you know, I'm the youngest. I'm the baby. I'm going to always be the baby. No matter how old I am in life, I could be 80 years old and I'm still somebody's little sister. Yeah. So I'm, that's just me. All I carry that around with me all the time. And like, I remember when I was younger or like when I'm getting into my adult stages, I'm like, I'm on my own now. I'm making my own money. I'm doing my own thing. Why are y'all still treating me like a child? Why right. are y'all still treating me like a, like a, like a baby? Yeah. But it was because I had that still baby kind of ish mindset i had mm -hmm. to literally be like all right i'm doing this this and this and i'm not telling nobody about it you just gonna see my actions mm -hmm. and i was like i'm big shy when i walked right. through you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> i'm grown i'm not a baby no more i'm grown mama i'm grown <laughs> but it is it's like and i told my little nieces too i was just like people aren't going to respect you mm -hmm. until you start respecting yourself people right. are going to still constantly treat you how they knew you until you prove or you show that you're not even that no more. Right. You can't even associate with who you right. used to be. I even I even be feeling that way when I go around like my dad's side of the family because when I was growing up, like people also knew me to be horrible and like they knew me to have been I had become a stripper at 17 years old. So a lot of my family would gossip. That's about so funny. Me. When you said horrible, I was like whore. A <laughs> but in my head. <laughs> yeah. No, like I like my family would gossip uh -huh. about me being a stripper so young. Like, oh, you know what she's doing? Oh, she's fat. Yeah. And keep in mind, I wasn't fast sexually at all. I was just, you know, I was fast to that Get bag. Get to the bag. Yeah, I was fast to that bag. That's one thing about it, two things for sure. But, you know, for a long time, I felt uncomfortable going around my dad's family because I'm mm -hmm. like, I know you guys see me as this, you know, troublemaking girl who was always kicked out of the house, who was stripping at a young age, who was, you know, driving her mother crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm like, I'm not that person. And to, to walk into a space where it's like that's how people remember me and not mm -hmm. like the new me, it's like I had to heal from that. And I feel like that's something I'm, like, really working on. And I've been thinking about it a lot lately. So it's been weird. And you know what they say when you go to therapy? It's like you're going to therapy for the people that made you go to therapy. Mm -hmm. And those are the people who need to actually go to therapy and you're right. going to, to heal your inner trauma yeah. from the people who made you go in the first place. Yeah, that and that's... it's. It's just so interesting topic because even like remember how when we were at dinner and Uncle Otis, he was like, oh, yeah, you're going to get your karma with your kids. And I was like, honestly, no, I don't think I am. At first, I used to always think that, oh, I'm going to get my karma because I was terrible, you know. But it's like I feel like I'm trying to break these generational curses. Mm -hmm. I don't even want my child to ever feel what I felt yeah. like, you know, as a kid and feel like they didn't have enough love or like mm -hmm. enough attention or like enough, enough support. That's been a big one in my dynamic with my mom. Like, is that I've always felt like my mom never had my back, like at all. If anything, my mom was always against me. And I, I just like feel like knowing that now as a grown ass woman, it's like when I do have children, I want to make them feel like I'm always your teammate. Yeah. I love you so much and like never want them to ever, you know, question that or 
know. It's good that you can look at it from that perspective, though, because some people, it's so easy to fall into that same habit that they're used to growing up in. Right. And it's like, I feel like there are certain things that I do right now, and I'm like, oh, that's my mom. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just so easy to, like, just mimic those things that you Mm -hmm. grew up on. Mm -hmm. But when you do the work and you focus on what you don't really want to do and do better at, it's inevitable to not do it. You know what I'm saying? I'd be doing little shit that reminds me of my mom, too, and I'm like... Oh my God. All the time, like, bro, I'm <laughs> telling you, it'd be like, I even looked at a picture of me. I'm like, I look just like my mom. No, literally, y'all, I got a body like my daddy, but I'm like, I'm <laughs> she really does. Look, watch this. Oh my God, no, <laughs> she really does. Look, <laughs> she really does have the same body as her I dad. I literally though. have the same body as my dad, but like, I look like my mom. Am I like? It's just interesting. I'm like, just be thinking certain things. I'm like, it's crazy. Yeah. I think my mom. Look, here she goes. Here I told her this go. before. <laughs> she was like, look, my mom, like, y'all talk about Beyonce and me every episode. <laughs> and to be talking about moms, people's moms, I feel like there are a lot of single parents out here, single mm-hmm. mothers who are doing the best they can with their daughters and their sons. Like, yeah. how people are always talking about Jada Weta. Jada Weta. Jada little son. Like, cute oh little angel. Oh, my yes. Jada, if you see this clip, you have the cutest, mm-hmm. sweetest. Oh, my God. Every time I Adorable. see him on social media, I'm like, I want a son that cute and that good. Like, he is, like, the sweetest little thing. And I hate seeing people say negative things about that little boy. And it's just, like, y'all are so weird. Like, y'all want babies to be these baby-ass thugs so bad. And I'm, like, maybe in their mind they think that because his dad is a rapper, he's supposed to, like, act like a rapper at, like, four years old. I'm confused. What you want him to be talking about selling drugs at? Preschool, I'm confused. I think I it's understand. confusing when people speak on other people's children just mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. Like in any way, shape, or form. When they were talking about Blue Ivy, when they talk about Northy, uh, when they talk yeah. about anybody's kids on yeah. a social platform, when you're really going to sit there and type something about somebody's child, mm-hmm. that is just insane Especially negative. If you're Especially not saying something negative. positive, don't say anything Yeah, at no, all. I just don't agree with that. And look, there are certain things that I be thinking too about people's kids sometimes too, but I'm not about to literally be like that little motherfucker. <laughs> ugly you know what I'm saying I'm not gonna do that like I, y'all gotta really like no boundaries yeah with certain situations it's very disrespectful and also it just goes to show how small-minded people are like what you think because this kid is like a cute little bubbly mm-hmm. guy that he's fruity I don't understand and I'm that. glad that she doesn't acknowledge those comments yes. has she ever really said anything she's, I don't know I don't, I don't know. think she's ever acknowledged those comments because it to me it's like but that just goes to show how toxic masculinity is in our society and how it affects men even mm-hmm. from such a young age. It's like you can't even be yourself as a little ass baby mm-hmm. without people trying to put stuff on you and judge you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, can I enjoy my childhood? Yeah. Like I'm confused. Can I not have can I not have emotions? Can I not yeah. grow the fuck up without y'all telling me who I am? Mm-hmm. Like it's very confusing and it's sad. And it's really a thing that black men have to go through really too, because Black men aren't supposed to be emotional. They're not supposed to have feelings. They're not supposed to, you know, this is a huge conversation, too, about how, like, men aren't even allowed to be, like, vulnerable in their friendships. And their friendships are very surface level because they're not allowed to have depth to them. And if they have depth to them, oh, they must be gay. Mm -hmm. And it's just messed up. That toxic masculinity shit is a joke. I hate it. And you know what I've been, and I look, I'm all for, like, saying like when like having them little jokes being like men who smoke hookahs a little gay mm-hmm. like i get those jokes but i feel like it's it's going too far now like this one guy not even gay sassy how sass- we call people sassy i think that's funny because i like sassy boys i'm not really a fan of them but um it's funny to me though but to a certain extent it's just like let men be men and do like mm-hmm. not everything is just like 
super extremely masculine. If you're not doing that, then you're not masculine. You gay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? There's literally a fine line between the two. And I just can't stand like this one girl was like, you sucking on a nipple, you might as well suck a little dick too. Why what? would you say that? Why would you have these men feeling like, I can't do anything. I can't do nothing. And now, like, that's where that extra toxic toxic masculinity yeah. comes from. Because it's like, now what if he thinking about sucking a dick after a nipple? You know what I'm what? saying? Well, then he was really gay from the jump if you're going to think about doing some stuff like that. But I don't like that narrative of just always saying that everything is just like, if it ain't super, super masculine, it's super gay. You I know what I'm saying? I just don't like hyper-masculine men. I feel like if you're a hyper-masculine man, then you're just insecure. Yeah. I think that if you're able to be yourself, like, that's the best thing that you could I've dated be. somebody that cried every other day, and that did kind of piss me oh, off. Oh, that would annoy me, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you could be in too but much I just emotions, don't... but not too much. No, you can We be... don't even know. I know you can be in tune with your emotions, but if I myself is not am not no big ass crybaby, I just don't want to be dealing with that. Like yeah. we can effectively communicate without the without yeah. the extra shit. Like you yeah. know, like but that's even on my end too. Yeah, and I've been in a relationship where I'm the one crying every single day, and I'm like, I know I'm getting on this man's nerves, but yeah. I just can't stop it. I have a friend who dates somebody, and he is so irritating. Like it's like he's in tune with his, his emotions, which is great, but like he's just whiny crybaby every single day, and I'm just like. Girl, please, he's so irritating. Like, just irritating. Yeah. But anyways, Who? I can't tell you. I'll tell you off camera. But anyways, let's get into the advice segment, y'all. This is some good advice. So, I mean, good advice. This is a good question. It says, please keep me anonymous. Hey, Winter and Shy. First off, I just want to say how much I love your podcast. I love the dynamic of your friendship. It reminds me so much of me and my bestie. My bestie and I have been friends for about 18 years now. We're more like sisters at this point, but in the last four years, I've been feeling a certain way in our friendship. We're both 29 years old, but at two different stages in our lives. I'm engaged with a three-year-old, and she's single living life. Prior to me meeting my now fiance, we would always be outside together, running the streets, partying and traveling. Those were some of my best years of my life. Because my priorities have shifted, I find myself subconsciously getting a little jealous that she's able to continue that lifestyle. Don't get me wrong. I love the life I'm building with my fiance and I love being a mom. I'm also really happy that my friend is having a lot of fun, leveling up, traveling internationally and having once in a lifetime experiences. I love our friendship so much. I don't want us to grow apart, but I can't help these underlying feelings. Is it normal for me to be feeling jealousy towards my best friend? Is this something I should get over, or should I distance myself and let our friendship run its course? Hmm. I didn't expect her to say that. Yeah. I didn't expect her to say that she was the one jealous. I thought that. Of course. That. I, didn't, I mean, I can understand it. I think that is normal. I think that is something that does happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? The jealousy part. Not so much, but I could understand, like, the FOMO, like, the fear of missing out. Of, yeah. Like, what could I have been doing if I wasn't in this relationship? I can understand the FOMO, but the jealousy, nah, I don't really get that. Because I personally don't really get jealous of my friends at all, ever. Um, I can, I, I get what she's saying. I do. I understand, and I think it is normal. Jealousy, not mm -hmm. so much in a sense, but I think it's normal to have those feelings. I, I mean, I guess jealousy is normal, but if you're a jealous yeah, person. if you, like... Yeah. I think that she probably means of just, like, not jealous, like, just, like, of what she's... Because I can understand that, like, one of my best friends... God damn. God damn. One of my best friends has two kids and a husband, mm -hmm. and she could literally be like, oh, I'm jealous you out tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. a, 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 a But I think like she's that. saying that the jealousy is affecting their friendship, which is negative jealousy. That's not good jealousy. Yeah, I don't... Um, you know, like, that's not good but i don't think that you should give up on 18 years of yeah, no, friendship because you're jealous i think that you guys should talk about it but i mean also it's like you have to look within yourself like that's not something you should be jealous about if anything 
tell her that you feel left out and you want to try to be let in a little bit more, even if you can't make it and she can include you in things more. But like, I would never get rid of 18 years of friendship because I'm feeling jealous. Like that's some internal work that you need to do. It is. And also I do feel like, fuck, what was I about to say? <laughs> I knew what I was about to say. I do feel like, oh, oh I was about to say, I also, I do feel like everybody's time is different. Mm -hmm. So you may be feeling that way right now. And it is something like Winter said, you have to internally fix and work on and work together with. Mm -hmm. But also you never know how your best friend is feeling because y'all aren't communicating effectively. And it's like, maybe she honestly could be jealous that like the glass having before, like it's greener on the other side because mm -hmm. she probably wants a fiance. You never yeah. know. She probably is living her best life, but you never know what somebody really wants because they don't really vocalize it as much. Yeah. She may want a fiance and want kids, but she's like, oh, she might be sad on these trips. She might be like, damn, I just wish I was at home yeah. with my man. Which you, is true. You I mean, really, that, yeah, that's yeah, you really never know. And I don't, I think that I've experienced this with my friendships, not saying jealousy, but I have experienced like, certain time frames where it's just like one of us is up, one of us is down, one of us is every single night with a new man and the other one is just locked into a mm -hmm. situation and it's just like, oh, I want to go out with I my I feel like girls, we've, ex we've experienced Yeah, that. and it's just like you, th there are different phases in everybody's yeah. life and I feel like true friendship will stand the test of time Yeah, but also true friendship is going through each and every phase with that person. Yep. Loving them enough to to figure it out together. Yeah. Like, like my best friend in Louisiana, mm -hmm. I love her to death I love her husband to death I mm -hmm. love her kids to death that's my godchild yeah but we're in so we're in two different places but we are still locked in you know yeah. what I'm saying and yeah. I just feel like over everything else that's the most important thing to me is just yeah. and you don't have to talk to somebody every day to be locked yeah in, exactly you, know? you can grow up you don't have to like and like in my relationship my friends kind of had to like understand that at the end of the day I'm focusing on this relationship right now i'm mm -hmm. not saying that's gonna constantly be my main but like in order to elevate in my relationship i may have to have a little bit more focus here in this particular area this particular time later it might be different you know what i'm saying so it's just i feel like everybody has a different time stamp and a time frame for what they want to do and it's just as long as you realize you have to be comfortable with yours yeah but like i said i definitely wouldn't give up on 18 years of friendship and yeah i mean we're grown-ass people so at the end of the day that's what happens. People get married. People got kids. Some yeah. people don't. Yeah. And, you know, y'all can see each other during birthdays and holidays. Exactly. And that's you how know? it works sometimes. When yeah. she gets, you know, that's how it is. And even with my sister sometimes, I'm like, why are you not picking up the phone? Yeah. She got three kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you have to really get to that mind frame and understand of, like, our lives are different. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. be comfortable with your life being different. Yeah. For sure. I agree. That's our advice. I think that, that was pretty good. That was great advice. That was a good question. Do you see? I, <clears throat> I just want to say that was a very detailed question. We like those type of questions. Don't send us no half-assed. Do y'all think I should get red or we, pink on my nails? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. So. They go like, if you just check the DM, I sent something. Good. Right, I know. But we do appreciate the great questions because we do like being able to give some pretty good advice. I think that was good advice. Yeah, I think that's pretty solid. And y'all, also, we've been working on some things that we can't wait to announce. We're not going to announce it now. But we've been working on a lot of stuff for you guys. We got some merch in the works. We have something really, really exciting brewing as well. A way for you guys to see us more than on our podcast, more than on our Patreon. 
And yeah, it's yeah. exciting. We're not going to announce it yet, but just know something's brewing. But tune into our Patreon to get, the, yes. get an idea of what we are talking about. Yes. So that is up Well, we are talking right about it. On, we do talk yeah, about we do it talk on about everything. We talk about a lot more on our Patreon. And then mm-hmm. I want to say another thing. We love y'all and we appreciate that y'all want to see us more for longer than an hour. Mm-hmm. But baby girl, baby boy, baby whoever. Baby they. Baby they, <laughs> baby them. We pay for an hour time slot. Y'all yeah. ain't never going to get an hour in one minute. All yeah, right. I'm sorry, but so we go do head pay on over this. to the Patreon. Yeah, and that's where you get more, and you'll see us more than once a week. Yes, and we appreciate all your support, but we do pay for we do. everything. We do, yeah, we pay for every hour, it and is. it's expensive. Yeah, so so subscribe to that Patreon. Yes, thank you guys for watching. Love you. Bye. Tune in next week.